0: of the HBP Studios, a.k.a. sitting on an overturned bucket in the janitor's closet. You're listening to the 66th episode of Hipster Baseball Podcast, HBP. I'm Dorian, and on today's podcast, we visit Richie Rich in Loudoun County, Virginia, go on without Freddie Freeman, ask what's eating the Colorado Rockies, and we get into motorcycle accidents with Fernando Tatis Jr., we always start this podcast. You know, we love to drink here. In my hand, I'm holding a Wheatland Crossroads, which is a half of Eisen. I actually got this from a 64 ounce growler from a local American brewery because you know how much we love to support good American jobs here on this podcast called Harvest Gap Brewery in Percival, Virginia. You guys remember Rich Rich, right? He was that comic book character, the richest kid in the world. He was so rich. That his middle name is a dollar sign. (laughs) He actually lived in uh, Harveyville. I don't know exactly where this fictional Harveyville is, but I'm pretty sure it could have been Loudoun County where Percival is located because Loudoun County, Virginia is considered the richest country in America. And I want to tell you a little bit about the Percival Canons. They are a summer collegiate team. They're part of the Valley Baseball League. And this league was formed (laughs) way back in 1897 in edinburgh virginia no idea where that is but i'm sure it's a very small town i'm sure very good humble people live in edinburgh virginia and what i like about the percival canons and i guess the valley baseball league as a whole is that all the teams are that are part of the valley baseball league each community is very invested in these summer collegiate teams so the community provides summer jobs they financially support the teams. They attend the games regularly every summer. The community provides the housing for players, and they also pay for their meals. And the players also perform community service in the towns and cities where these baseball teams from the Valley Baseball League are located. So cheers to the Percival Cannon. Cheers to the Valley Baseball League. Cheers to Richie Rich, even though he really doesn't need anything because he's the richest kid in all of the world. And you know, we like to drink. You already know that. And in Loudoun County, there are over 40 wineries in this place. So if you ever find yourself in Loudoun County, which I believe is about by about an hour, hour and a half west of Washington, D.C., check out the wineries as many as you want. Just don't drink and drive. You already know that. And then in the afternoon at night, go check out the, the future college baseball stars, possibly with the Percival candidates. So cheers, everyone. I'm going to take a swig. And while you're tasting your delicious winery flights, you can hop, you can pull out your phone and check us out on social media. We're on Twitter, at HBP4040. We're on Instagram, Hipster Baseball Podcast. Quick, easy, give us a follow. I want to talk about Freddie Freeman and the Atlanta Braves. You guys know I'm a big Atlanta Braves baseball fan. And of course, you already know because we love to break news here on HBP that the 32-year-old first baseman, Freddie Freeman, signed with the Los Angeles Dodgers on a six-year, $162 million contract. That averages out to $27 million a year. Not as much money as Richie Rich has. This is true. It's not as much money as Richie Rich has. And all over the baseball community, it was thought that the Braves and Freeman would stay together forever, kind of like Gina and Martin. You guys remember that from Martin, the 1990s brilliant comedy. I love that. Martin Payne. And, or like Jack and Rose, near and far, wherever you are, I believe that the heart will go on stand that song but it immediately came into my mind if you guys remember that that was the celine dion's 1997 monster hit my heart will goes on my heart wheels goes on my heart will go on and from that 1998 movie i guess titanic with leonardo dicaprio and a bunch of other people anyways so just like that movie people died and some people lived because freddie freeman is no longer in the line of brave and it hurts my heart and it also hurts the Braves manager's heart Brian Snicker because back during the 2021 playoffs how he described Freddie Freeman was quote he's my rock he's everything the Braves stand for end quote but ultimately the Braves didn't want to give Freeman a six-year contract I believe that they extended him a four-year contract maybe a five-year contract Freeman wanted a six-year contract that would take him past his 37th birthday and the Braves said, no, that's really it. Because they remembered, you remember the some of the awful contracts that have been given out to first basemen over the past 10 years. One of them being the Los Angeles Angels gave Albert Pujols a 10-year contract back in 2011 when Pujols was 31 years old. And man, was that an awful deal because Pujols went off a cliff when he joined the Los Angeles angels. I do remember he had one year, he hit about 40 home runs. I think that was like in his second or third year with the contract, but beyond that one breakout, not a breakout, he's a, he's a hall of famer beyond that one season. Pujols was an average player, sometimes even a below average player, very sad. And also the Detroit tigers, they gave Miguel Cabrera, also a first baseman, a 10-year contract back in 2014 when he was 30 years old. Look, Pujols and Cabrera are both first ballot Hall of Fame players. That's without a doubt. But those contracts have been absolutely awful. And the Atlanta Braves and most of the baseball organization front office have said we aren't giving out that many years to anyone who's not under the age of 30. But again, Freeman was not asking for 10 years. He was asking for six Alex Anthopoulos, the Braves general manager, shocked everyone. And he didn't even inform Freddie Freeman or his agent that they were trading four minor league Braves baseball players for the Oakland Athletics first baseman, Matt Olson, who's five years younger. They love you and they leave you. Men are the worst. Always leaving you for a younger version of yourself. <laughs> I'm joking. But again, it's a numbers game. It's an age game. That's what sports is. So Matt Olsen is five years younger than Freddie Freeman. And he if you look at the stats, he's basically the same player. So the Braves made a business decision and not a sentimental one. But ultimately, yeah, Freeman did sign with the, 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 the Los Angeles Dodgers for six years. I don't think it's going to be a bad contract. I think he's going to age. Very well, like fine wine. And personally, I do remember Freeman saying at the Braves championship parade in November of 2021, I I still I have this image in my head that he's clasping his hands together and he's looking up to the sky. And he said he wants the Braves to resign him like, please, please, please. And everyone was cheering. Everyone was happy. And everyone was like, well, surely it's going to happen. I mean, that's a no brainer. For me, that's one of the lasting memories I have for Freddie Freeman in a Braves uniform, but now Freeman is a L.A. Dodger. And from the L.A. Dodger spring training facilities in Glendale, Arizona, Freeman said, he talked a little bit about the contract negotiations with Alex and the Braves, quote, As the season, as the season went on, there were no talks. So you figure this is what was going to happen, end quote. And further on in, 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 in that interview, he said, quote, when I got told about the Matt Olson trade, my emotions were all over the place. You see that chapter close right then and there. I couldn't speak for a couple of hours trying to figure it all out. End quote. I'm very sad that Friday Freeman is not going to be the Atlanta Brave for his entire career. I hope he comes back towards when he's 37 years old. Maybe we can sign him for a year or two as a you know backup first baseman. But it's gonna be surreal watching Freddie Freeman on the LA Dodgers. That the that's the LA Dodgers and the Braves have met in three of the past four National League playoff seasons. And you better believe that the Braves will play the Dodgers at some point during the this 2022 National League playoffs. It's it it's written stars. It's written in the heavens. It they're both they're two of the best teams in the National League. Who are the Dodgers getting? Who is this 32-year-old first baseman from the Atlanta Braves that the Dodgers are getting? Look, Freeman, he was born and raised in Orange County. He grew up in Anaheim Angels, now the Los Angeles Angels fan. And you know what? For our friends north of the border, the friendlier norther, the friendlier norther, the friendlier, nicer North Americans, the Canadians, Freddie Freeman's parents are Canadian. One is from, I believe his mother was from Toronto and his father's and his father is from Ontario. <laughs> this half of ice has been hitting me quick. Give me a second before I take a swig. Freeman, he's an MVP. He won the National League MVP back in 2020. He won a gold glove as the best first baseman in the National League back in 2018. He's won three consecutive Silver Slugger Awards as the best hitting first baseman in the National League. In other words, Freddie Freeman's a monster. But he's not a demonstrative guy like the San Diego Padres, Manny Machado, or the former Tampa Bay Ray, which I love him, and the current Milwaukee Brewers, Willie Adamas, their shortstop. Very in-your-face. The cameras love them. Freddie Freeman will give you a hug. He'll talk with you. He'll crack jokes with you. But, man, he is a leader. And, again, the guy's a monster. So now the Dodgers, the last team that needs another monster in their lineup, They have four MVPs in their team right now. Clayton Kershaw, who was an an MVP back in 2014. Cody Bellinger, an MVP back in 2018. Mookie Betts, also an MVP in the American League in 2018. And of course, Freddie Freeman, the 2020 National League MVP. Go look up the current projected 2022 LA Dodgers lineup. It is bonkers. It is in insane it, it was already insane without freddie freeman and now it's just it just blows your mind but about half of that lineup is over 30 years old so i'm going to put pause because i've seen a couple of articles floating around on the internet that's saying are the la dodgers the greatest lineup of all time 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 let's pump the brakes there my friend we'll see but with today's nutrition aka sports science Players are better for longer, so it's not just players in baseball and hockey and water polo, in horse rhythm. horses are not humans. <laughs> in whatever sport, players stay at a much higher level than they used to be. So again, that's why I think that Freddie Freeman's six-year contract isn't going to be a burden on the LA Dodgers, and it wouldn't have been a burden on the Atlanta Braves. But again, that's in the past now; it's over. Freeman is now officially an L.A. Dodgers, and he's an official L.A. Dodger. Now, for some of you degenerate gamblers, the odds makers have made have said that the Dodgers are going to win 95 games this year. For me, that seems stupidly low. There is no way that the L.A. Dodgers win less than 95 games, even with the San Diego Padres and the San Francisco Super Giants who actually won the division last year. This seems like easy money. If I was a degenerate gambler, I'd put money, I'd put $1 on the Dodgers winning more than 95 games, putting the over on that. And also, we have to consider that one of the National League West division rivals, the San Diego Padres, are going to be without their all-world shortstop, Fernando Tatis Jr. for more than half the season. And we're going to get the to Tatis Jr. in a little bit. So here we are. The defending World Series champion Atlanta Braves. They're going to visit Los Angeles for a three-game series against the Dodgers between the 18th and 20th of April. So basically in a month. Very interesting to see. But the real prime time must-see baseball series is going to be when the Dodgers visit the Braves in Atlanta from June 24th to June 26th, it's going to be a very emotional weekend because Freddie Freeman's coming home. Uh, yes. Obviously Freddie Freeman's from orange County, but he wanted to be a brave for the rest, for the rest of his career. And unfortunately he wasn't. So I'm tempted to go to this Dodgers and Braves series. in at the end of June, between the 24th and 26th, but it's, it's going to be special, man. It's going to be special. I'm joking. So, all the best to Freddie Freeman. We love him, but as long as he doesn't play Atlanta, <laughs> because we're going to play them in the playoffs and it's going to be hard. And sometimes when we go through tough times, whether it's a breakup, whether we go to another job, whether we move to a different town or a different city, we always have like a playlist of to get us through these tough times. And that's where our show sponsor comes in. Zune. Music at the speed of you. The Zune is at the cutting edge of portable media players. The Zune Music Pass syncs with your PC, and it also has Wi-Fi. So you can send a song from your device to your friend's Zune. That's pretty cool. The Zune provides you with over 32 gigabytes of music at the palm of your hand. Grab a Zune from one of your spring barbecues with your friends and family, and listen to music at the speed of you. Cheers to Zoom. I'm going to have another drink. I love listening to music. And you know what? HPP's working. I'm going to find out how we can get our podcast on Zoom because I know all of you guys are going to be gra- running out there to get a Zoom. What's also on my mind are the Colorado Rockies and Chris Bryant. What the heck? Are the colorado rockies doing the rockies signed chris bryant to a seven-year 182 million dollar contract that averages out to about 26 million dollars a year last year chris bryant played for his original team the chicago cubs and we've talked about chris bryant repeatedly on this podcast of how the cubs and the ownership of the cubs Have basically screwed him over because they didn't want to pay him and they kept him down in the minor leagues for longer than they they should have. They traded him to the San Francisco Giants last year. He helped the Giants win the National League West Division. So he's a free agent and now he signed, now he's going to live in Denver with the Rockies. So all three of those cities are absolutely beautiful people Chicago, San Francisco, Denver. Can't go wrong. I mean, I personally don't like the cold, but they're all beautiful. Cities. (laughs) Cities. <laughs> so Bryant, who who are the Rockies getting? Bryant's a National League MVP. He's a rookie of the year. He's a World Series champion. He can play third base. He can play outfield. And he can also play first base. Now, what has me scratching my head is I understand Chris Bryant wants to get paid because he deserves it. He is an incredible player. He's worked his butt off. And unfortunately, the Chicago Cubs didn't come up with the money. And now the Colorado Colorado Rockies did. But what are the Rockies doing? They're nowhere near competing in the crazy competitive National League West division. They're not going to beat the LA Dodgers. They're not going to stay ahead of the San Diego Padres. They're not going to stay ahead of the San Francisco Giants. They're probably not going to make the playoffs, even with the expanded playoffs of this year going to 12 teams. I'm happy for Bryant. He has his World Series ring, and now he has this gargantuan $182 million contract. This is the same team, the Colorado Rockies, that traded away former third baseman Nolan Arenado. They ended up paying Nolan Arenado $35 million for his 2021 contract. In 2022, the Colorado Rockies will pay $15 million of Arenado's contract. By the way, Nolan Arenado is no longer a Colorado Rocky player. They traded him to the St. Louis Cardinals. So in 2022, the Rockies are going to pay a combined $41 million in salaries for two players, Chris Bryant, Nolan Arenado. Only one of them plays for the Rockies. And last year, during the trade deadline in 2021, the Rockies didn't trade this shortstop Trevor Story. And Story ended up. Signing for uh, signing a six year contract with the Boston Red Sox, they let Story, one of the best shortstops in the game, walk away as a free agent. They could have traded him and gotten something back from him because they knew they weren't going to pay him. Why would you do this? Look, to be fair, the Rockies general manager, Bill Schmidt, he wasn't the one who decided to trade Arnado, but Schmidt was the interim general manager who. It was. I don't say. I don't want to say it was decision, but he was part of that discussion on why they didn't trade Trevor Story. And you know, we'll, we'll see how this plays out. The one constant in all of this is the Rockies' owner, Dick Montfort. He's fired GMs, promoted, and gotten rid of analytics. Brought him back. You know, one thing is that he's they're, they're not doing, or they, as in Mr. Monfort, is uh, not, they're not doing external searches. They just hire within, which is can be good and can be bad. But with the Rockies, you haven't made the playoffs in what three years and you're tanking, but you're also paying a ridiculous amount of money to one of the best players in the game. But that's about it. And you're nowhere near going to go to the playoffs. I don't know. What exactly can the Rockies fans be optimistic about? Not much. <laughs> Sorry, but it's, it's true. Look, the Rockies had a strong finish to the 2021 season, and we talked about it back in episode 52, if you want to listen to that. They were really good in that crazy National League West. But Chris Bryant is going to be there for seven years. So what does he look forward to? The roster isn't that good. And what's the future going to look like? The Rockies right now have the 22nd ranked farm system in Major League Baseball. People, there are only 30 teams in Major League Baseball. There's not a lot of help coming in the next two or three years to the Colorado Rockies. Zach Veen, he's the only Rockies youngster. He's a 20-year-old prospect. He's the only Rockies prospect in the top 100 players of, of Major League Baseball prospects. Right now, he's playing for single A ball over with the Fresno Grizzlies. It's going to be a few years until he starts getting called up to the major leagues. I don't know what's going on with Tick Monfort and the Colorado Rockies. Cheers to Chris Bryant with his beautiful World Series ring and his fat seven year contract. Cheers to you, my friend. Well, not you're not really my friend, but cheers to you. I'm going to have a swig in your honor. And finally, we're going to give some unsolicited advice to Fernando Tatis Jr. because once baseball started up again, in the sense of that the collect that there was a new collective bargaining agreement with between the the Major League Baseball Players Association and the Major League Baseball owners, we quickly found out that Tatis Jr. suffered a broken left wrist during a motorcycle accident, and he's going to require surgery. I think he he probably already has had surgery right now. So apparently this, what is it? uh, This fractured scaphoid bone in his left wrist. It happened back in in, uh, the Dominican Republic, in the DR, back in December, about three, four months ago. Don't worry. He apparently was wearing protective gear. And he didn't think it was a big deal because he said that the left wrist felt like it jammed, kind of like when you're sliding into first base head first. The comedic thing was when they were doing interviews, when spring training started and he, and everyone found out about his left injury, his left injury, everyone found out about his left wrist injury. H- he said, which one, which motorcycle accident you're talking about? Whoa, exclamation point. What the heck is going on? You've, you've had more than one and I'm not a motorcycle guy, but we don't know what, I don't know. I, tra- I actually tried to look this up. What kind of motorcycle Fernando Tatis Jr.? Drives it is. Is it a Yamaha? Is it a Suzuki? Is it a Triumph? Is it an Enfield? I'm thinking he's young, super wealthy. He's going for speed, so I'm thinking a Yamaha or Suzuki, like the same ones that you have with uh, those amazing motorcycle races when they go on the hills and they go uh, they, they go up in the air like fifty thousand feet. It's amazing. So yeah, Fernando Lati's Jr. is definitely going for the speed and power versus more of the looks of the of a triumph or an Enfield. So the Padre's owner, Peter's Peter, uh, Peter Seedler, said, quote, people get injured and he'll be back when his medical's clear. It's part of sports. End quote. But it's not part of sports because he's not a professional motorcycle rider. <laughs> he's a baseball player and he shouldn't be on a motorcycle. Look. This is going to hurt the San Diego Padres because they underperformed in 2021. They didn't make the playoffs. Fernando Tatis Jr., he was hurt for a little bit of last year, and now he's going to be gone until June of 2022. That's three months of baseball wiped out because of a silly motorcycle accident. I'm thinking if you're a professional athlete and you're not a motorcycle professional, don't get on a motorcycle. Don't risk your contract. Right now, the Padres are going to have to replace Tatis Jr. with Hassong Kim. And he's a good, serviceable player. Kim is a really good player, but he's not Tatis Jr. And we also have to remember, motorcycle accidents have happened all across different sports. Back in 2003, the basketball player Jay Williams, who was a guard for the Chicago Bulls, he suffered career-ending injuries. From a motorcycle accident. The Bulls paid for his medical expenses. But after that, they he was in breach of his contract because it said you can't do XYZ. And he did XYZ, one of them was being on a motorcycle. And that was the end of his career. He didn't even get the rest of his the money on his contract. And now you can see Jay Williams on ESPN. He's a I think he's a college basketball commentator. Who knows what could have happened with his career if he actually hadn't gone on a motorcycle but you know young men lots of money do dumb things also in 2005 the football player kellen winslow junior he suffered season ending injuries when he was with the cleveland browns when he tore his acl in a motorcycle accident and he back in 2005 was riding one of the best most powerful motorcycles of that day which was a 2005 suzuki gsx RX 750, that was a very expensive motorcycle. He was trying it out. He he flipped head over. Thank goodness he was wearing a helmet, but I don't even know how fast he was going, and it was over. And Kellen Winslow Jr. was never the same. So anyways, people, be careful. If you're going to ride a motorcycle, make sure you're not a professional athlete. If you are, don't ride it. Wait. I don't know. Wait until you're in your late 30s when you're able to afford anything you want. But again, I'm not a professional athlete. I'm just a dude sitting on an overturned bucket in the janitor's closet, talking about baseball and drinking. <laughs> that being said, I do also want to thank a new listener from Gialto, California. We're getting a lot of California rep here. I feel like this. I feel like we need to do like a Dr. Dre episode or a Snoop Dogg. A lot of love from California. Thank you, sir, ma'am. I want to thank you, our regular listeners as well. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You know, here on HBP, we talk about baseball, drinks, Exeter Academy, and everything else under the sun. Subscribe to the podcast, share with your friends, share with your family. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. You know our social media on Twitter, at HBP4040, on Instagram, Hipster Baseball Podcasts, My drink will be in the episode description. Join us next time for a brand new episode of HVP. It's for baseball podcast. Bye, everybody.